Griffin joining us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE, our good friend and hockey expert, Dale Arnold. Hey, Dale, good morning. How are you? Good morning, boys. I fear Meter oversold my appearance today when he tweeted that I'm going to tell everybody what Tim Thomas is thinking because nobody knows what's going on there. <laughs> no one. Well, give, us, know, give us your best guess, Dale. I think he's been. Uh, I think he's been very forthright, actually, in his own clouded kind of way. I think he's worried about relationships within his family, his wife, his kids, the time that he spent away from the game. He said that very specifically in his Facebook posting on Sunday. I think he feels he needs to spend more time with his wife and his kids, and I think it's as simple as that. Do you think there's a burned-out factor, which somebody is telling me plays a large role in this? He just is emotionally and mentally drained and doesn't want to do it again or doesn't think he can do it this year? Well, you know, as I said, I'm not sure any of us know exactly, you know, what's going on with Tim Thomas. And I'm not sure if burnt out is the term I'd use. Uh, I think his family might be burnt out. I think this is one of those situations where, uh, you know, you do have to spend a fair amount of time away from home to do this at the level that he does it at. And even when you're home, you know, your mind is probably elsewhere. Uh, I think they may be burnt out at what this takes to play at the top level like he has. Uh, he may be burnt out as well. I mean, you know, it's a short off season after you win a Stanley Cup championship. Uh, he's apparently, and I didn't know this, a very religious man. Uh, he talked about faith in his in his uh, statement on Sunday, and then his Facebook posting yesterday was quoting Matthew. Uh, so apparently, uh, he's a religious guy who feels very strongly about the time that he's had to spend away from his wife and kids, and has decided he's going to do something about it. What do you think the organization's take is on this? I mean, if the guy is telling the truth, there is no hidden agenda, there is nothing duplicitous where he's trying to get more money, an extension, a contract, a trade, if what he is saying is true, I can't understand a set of circumstances that would have the Bruins angry at him, maybe disappointed, maybe maybe you know realizing that Tuca now has some bargaining power he didn't have a week and a half ago. But beyond that, do you think the organization is upset with Tim Thomas, Dale? I don't think they're upset. I, I think that probably is too strong a term, Dino. I think you're right that that uh, you know they'd rather have him tell them now right. than have him tell them you know September first. Hey, you know what? My heart's not in this. And and I was listening to you guys earlier. You're right. It does show a certain strength of character that he's willing to do it at this point. Uh, I, I I know everybody has said that there's no way in the world he can now be traded. I don't happen to think that's true, actually. How does that work? Well, Brick and I were talking about this on, on Nesson on Sunday night, and uh, a lot of this is tied into the new collective bargaining agreement and the issues that are still being ironed out there. Bottom line is everybody knows about the salary cap. What they don't know about is the salary floor. Mm -hmm. uh, while the salary cap is going up next year to whatever degree it's going to go up under the new CBA, the salary floor is going to go up as well. And you're going to have a number of teams in the NHL who are going to have a hard time actually getting themselves to the salary floor. All right, we we just we, we we went over this a few minutes ago, Dale. Tell me this though: How does a Columbus, a Winnipeg, sell it to its fans and say we're going to acquire a guy who's a five million dollar cap hit just to get to the floor? We don't have to actually pay him; he's not going to play for us. But this is going to help us, you know, get to that floor, and we're going to put another crappy team on the ice. Well, it's the same way when an NBA team acquires a crap contract in a deal just to satisfy, you know, the whole salary cap issue there. When, you, when the, the Celtics acquire a guy that you know is never going to play for you, that you know they don't want, but they have to do it to make the deal work. The other way you sell it, if you're a Columbus or whoever, is this is a really good goaltender, uh, two-time Vezina Trophy winner. He might if change his mind. 
if well, if and when he decides to play again, yeah. he's going to play for us. Right. But until he makes that decision, it offers us some financial flexibility that we didn't have. Yeah, that's not a bad theory. I'm just looking at the uh, bottom story. bottom of the rung. Um, no, I'm looking at oh. the story that he linked to in his statement, which. And you make an interesting point, Dale. Maybe this is a literally a religious epiphany. Uh, but when you look at the thing that he linked to about the end of the world is coming, it's a little uh, heavy. It's a slideshow, 30 slides, charts, graphs about how the, world, the world's economy is about to collapse. Mm. This is something he felt that was important enough to link to his statement about walking away from the game. Um, the last couple slides, the, the author writes... We have six months left of trading in Western markets to protect ourselves and make enough money to offset future losses. Spend your time looking at the risks of custody, safekeeping. After that, we put on our tin helmets and hide until the new system emerges. Then he goes to his, I wish I could see another outcome with equally high probability, but I can't. All we can do is hope I'm wrong. Either way, a new system will emerge and it will open up a new set of opportunities but we are going back 40 years in time and 1,500 years and 3,000 years. And who wrote those words? The guy's name is, uh, his last name is P-A-L, Pal. His first name is Raul. Raul, Raul Pal. Pal. He's a co-manager of GLG Global, Mar- Global Macro Fund and a world-renowned economist mm. who already has his, literally has tinfoil hat on. So I think one thing we can all agree on, Dale, that if, if Tim Thomas sat down right now and talked to us, that there would be much, much more to the story? I don't think there's any doubt. And, yeah. and he obviously believes some of this stuff to a greater degree than others do. Right. Uh, you remember the story you guys were telling on the air a while ago about the, uh, the reverend who was suggesting the end of the yes. world was coming on October 21st. Oh, he did it twice. He, he had two different dates, right. Yeah. yeah. And then, then when October 21st comes, you got to change the date or something. <laughs> uh, you know, Tim, Tim believes some things, obviously, very strongly. Yesterday's Facebook post and link was to a, a, a Christian singer, uh, very good singer, by the way, and, a, and as I said, he was quoting Matthew and linking to this Christian, not him, but a, a, an upbeat, up-tempo Christian singer, uh, you know, you guys were talking earlier about Dave Cowens and how you know he was just different. Well, guess what? This guy's just different. And I think it's one of the reasons that people are so cynical because we we ninety nine out of a hundred times we see athletes take money and don't care whether they perform or if they care it doesn't make any difference whether they know they can or not. This is certainly the exception rather than the rule. The guy says, I don't feel like playing. I don't want to play. I'm burnt out. I have other things I want to do. You keep your three million dollars. Let me go home. Well, and to his credit, uh, I have a feeling what he's saying is, even if I wanted to play, even if I felt financially I, I you know, could keep going, and even if I felt I wasn't burnt out, to use your term, Dino, uh, my family doesn't want me to play. Yep. You know, my, my relationship with my wife and my kids is more important than my relationship with the hockey fans of Boston, and that's the relationship I'm trying to fix here. Would Tuka Rask be the happiest person in the Bruins organization about this, Dale? Uh, assuming that he wanted to stay here, and I think he did. Uh, by the way, this idea somehow that that you know Zito uh, and 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 Tim Thomas came up with this nefarious plot to help Tukarask's negotiating position is just ludicrous. That guy would be drummed out of the agenting corps in about a heartbeat if mm. he was using one client's career to to bolster another. Uh, Tuka will be the ultimate recipient of the of the benefit here, but you know what? He was going to get it anyway. Uh, he's a restricted free agent. 
He can go out there and shop his wares wherever he wants. He can get the, the best possible deal somebody will offer him, and somebody very well might. And then the Bruins can just say, we're going to match it. They were going to pay him either way. I don't think he was going anywhere any, either way. And I'll tell you the other part of this. I think he was going to play more than Tim Thomas next year right, anyway. Right. Yeah. Which means Tim Thomas could have taken a real easy way out here, right? He could have deferred, said, give the job to Tuca. I'm getting old. I'm tired. And been a content backup making $3 million. Yeah, except that he really is more concerned about this whole deal with his uh, – now, I, got, I think he got the order wrong, okay, in his Facebook post on Sunday when he said it was time to reconnect with uh, friends, family, and faith. Mm. I might suggest he got the order wrong, but right. I think the rest of it he was serious about. Is there bad blood between uh, Tim Thomas and Neely and Shirelli? Yes. Yeah, and that hasn't changed? No, I, I mean – you guys were talking earlier about the negotiations that went on with Thomas. There is absolutely no doubt the Boston Bruins were very, very disappointed that he did not go to the White House. Uh, if you remember the White House visit, and I, I remember one of the sound bites, they were, they were showing a video of, of Jeremy Jacobs standing at the White House after the ceremony and after the thing with President Obama. And Jeremy Jacobs said, this might be the proudest day of my life. Well, when the owner of the team feels strongly enough about it, and he's going to go to, Buff, uh, to Washington from Buffalo to partake in what he calls the proudest day of his life, and you can't convince your goaltender mm. that it's worth just a few minutes of your time, just stand at the back, don't smile, don't pose for pictures, don't talk to anybody, just be part of this. And he says, nope, can't do it. Yeah, I think they were very disappointed then. I think they're very disappointed now. Hey, Dale, final question for me. We assume that the only reason Tim wouldn't retire is because he doesn't know what he's going to feel like a year from now and he wants to leave that, that option open to himself? Well, the other part of this, and he keeps talking about you know wanting to play in the Olympics in 2014 right. in Italy. He's got no chance. Right. I mean, let's take a realistic look. How about that kid who played in goal for the L.A. Kings last night? Do you think he might be a little ahead of Tim Thomas on the – on the pecking order. Ryan Miller. Uh, yeah, well, Jonathan Quick. Jonathan Ryan Quick. Miller. I mean, uh, I, I, all due respect to Tim, a 39, 40-year-old Tim Thomas is not going to be playing as a member of the Olympic team. He might be helping to coach it. He's not going to be playing. Maybe, maybe there's a different country he has in mind. You know? Well, that's possible, I guess. I hadn't like, thought about that. Like that breakaway, that, that breakaway uh, country up in the Upper Peninsula or Michigan, we, they're, they're going <laughs> to form their own nation and secede. There's also Wadia, which is the dictatorship, dictator's country was Wadia. Oh, Wadia. Sasha Baron Cohen was the dictator of Wadia. Right. They could get a team but, out there. Or maybe, or maybe it's that country that he and the guy with a tinfoil hat are going to have to go <laughs> to when the economy folds. Hey, Dale, as always, we appreciate your explanation and your uh, your uh, uh, lighting up the information uh, a guideline for us. We appreciate it, Dale. Good talking Dale, to you. Good to talk to you. Dale Arnold Thanks, with Dennis Callahan on the hey. AT&T outline, AT&T 4G LTE.